We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we're going to jump into this really quick, but I want to say if you're watching live on Twitch, thank you for tuning in. Uh, all your subs are appreciated. If you are watching the replay, yes, the replay, that means you missed it live. But if you're watching the replay on YouTube, hit that like, subscribe button, leave us a comment, comment on Leif's hat, because we love it. Um, quickly, let me introduce my guest. I got my guy, Greg Savander from Five Reasons. Greg, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? I am excited as hell to be here. Um, this is super dope. Uh, should be a fun episode. So thank you for having me. All right. And you you know this guy. Everybody knows this guy, Mr. Alphonse kinda. Sydney, kinda. <laughs> or you know him as Alf or the president of Heat Twitter or the guy who just rants for no damn reason. Alf, say what's up to the people. I always have a very good reason behind my rants. <laughs> and I will say, I've had to beg Tiffany to come on this show, which is, I'm like, it hurts a little bit, but you know, I'm finally here. Finally making my maiden voyage. I got my bullet old fashioned. Are we do we do what what are you drinking on this show or no? No, we don't. Oh well. Anyway, I got my bullet old fashioned cocktail. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to answer some questions Take about sip, Josh sip. Richardson. Agua. Woo. Yeah, I, I got a little water too. And b- before I hit you off with, with the first segment of the show, I gotta say what's up to my guy behind the scenes, Brian M. Brian M, thank you for producing. And here we go. So we got to start off with Tyler. And and basically, let's talk about the gift of scoring that he's given us since he got back. Leif, jump into it. Talk about it. Talk about what you see. Talk about what you don't see. And talk about what you love. It's funny. It's, it's a situation where they... Anybody who said they didn't need Tyler Hero is crazy because you right. immediately see him come back and assume the same position offensively, be as uh, effective as he was offensively early. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it led to a victory in Orlando. People are going to get all um, sideways about the ending, but it was one of the most impressive road wins of the season, independent of that last little bit, which I know enraged us all. Um, <laughs> but I, I really think... Tyler has ascended to a place where he's one of the more complete offensive guards in the league. Like, obviously, there's two sides to the court, and mm-hmm. there's things in terms of him finding his spots in the same spaces that Jimmy finds his spots in mm-hmm. that I think that they need to work through. But ultimately, I mean, the averages don't lie, and I'm using the counting stats just to dumb it down. Like, it's it's he's been phenomenal. He's young mm-hmm. as heck. And right. really, for me personally – I know we've gone transaction heavy in the last few years and everyone always wants the next whale. Truthfully, Mm -hmm. I would rather win a championship with Bam, Tyler and Jimmy than any other trio. Mm -hmm. That would be the most fun organic way to get it done. So I hope that he finds his, uh, his way from a winning perspective in Miami. Cause right now the stats and the play on the court individually, they don't lie. Right. Go ahead. Alf. No, yeah, I mean, it's some of the Tyler conversation has been really silly, right? Um, as big a Duncan fan as I am, I'm like, yeah, Tyler needs to start. Like, it's like Tyler just, like, I mean, you just watched him the last two games. He's just, I mean, I'm sorry to be cliche, but he's a bucket, right? Like, the guy just gets you those points, and he gets you a lot of those relief points that I've talked about 
And that, you know, we've talked about a lot since Goran was here. And Goran used to do that a lot. Give you those little mm-hmm. relief points where things just seem bogged down and he creates something out of nothing. Tyler has some of that. His defense has been better lately. We, no one's really talking about that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys who showing their ass on defense right now. Yeah. Like, we can talk about that. But Tyler has been one of the few that, like, okay, like, he's not – He's doing. He's he's actually playing above his level defensively, mm-hmm. and then like offensively, you like we we're talking about his scoring, and, and some people are making jokes about he's not really a three level scorer because of the finishing. Okay, fine. Nobody gets their shit blocked more than Tyler Hero. Okay, fine. We get it. <laughs> but at least he tries <laughs> to put pressure on the rim. I mean, right. not everybody can be Duncan Robinson, right? But he gets to the rim. He tries to get to the rim. He has the mid range game. We know he can shoot the three. Um, you know, table setting on the offense a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of you know a lot of these these conversations about Tyler have revolved around him dominating the ball, his usage rate, and things like that. And I'm just here to say, and I said it the other night, and I've been saying it on Twitter, like that Tyler. Yes, there is a little bit of a problem with the mix and sometimes how guys are playing and how they're playing off of Tyler and how Tyler's playing off of them. But please take it all into context. It's not always Tyler's fault. If everyone mm-hmm. is standing around watching Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, um, <laughs> like that's not all Tyler's fault. <laughs> right, um, right. And they need to figure that out, right? Yep. They really yep. need to figure out because we're in year five of this build. Right. And if if Bam, Tyler, and Jimmy can't get on the same page and figure out how to work together on offense, it's going to continue to be a problem. And it's kind of right. silly that we're still here. But right. I, I would just venture everybody to think a little bit outside the box and not just blame it on Tyler getting more than 25 points. That is the laziest narrative of all right. time. Because I think one of the things I know for me is that um, I think it also looks different if, and this this is hyperbole, but like let's say Kyle Lowry was five years younger. I think the offense looks different. Oh, um, sure. You know, yeah. You, you, if you if you had a, a guard next to him who could command the offense, who could score, who who I'm not going to say locked down on defense, but who was a high level defensive player. I think it all looks different because you also have someone who can push Tyler to play in different areas on the court. Um, but he's I, I not taking believe. up the same space as Jimmy. But OK, even if they have that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, even if they had that point guard, um, mm-hmm. is that going to change the way Jimmy plays next to Tyler? I guess that is well, my, I, you know. Well, that's the, but you know, at some point you do have to try something else. You yeah. can't. because Yeah, Jimmy cause, needs to try to move. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I love Jimmy Butler. And no, honestly, we No, we know, agree. We but agree. You, you, well, you got to rough. Right, right, right. I, I agree. But I think that like, it's. It's one thing for Kyle to be able to verbally command the offense. It's another thing to have a point guard who can verbally and physically command the offense. Oh, for because, sure. Because that type of guy forces the other four into other roles and sometimes into other roles that are better for the team. I mean, imagine if they had a point guard that um, could not only guard his own yard, but could help all, off of others mm-hmm. and such and, and switch and things would be seamless the way it is with Bam. You have another right. one of those guys flanking mm-hmm. Tyler. I think it makes him less of a risk. And with his improved defensive stuff, right. um, you're you're on to something there that there is ways that they can <laughs> help him um, try to succeed in this role. But I hate the fact that it's year five of this thing and, and we're, we're still, still talking about like does Tyler mix with mm-hmm. Jimmy? Like I it's the first time ever that we're still having those questions without there already being a big transaction that's taking place. So right. that shows a different level of patience than ever before. Mm-hmm. But it's it's weird vibes. Like you got like a big faction of the fan base that actually kind of I think almost has like disconnected from Tyler because they thought he was going to be traded. And so they've like lost this affinity for him. And now they've like swung the complete Mm -hmm. far opposite direction where they're overcompensating and saying the most ridiculous shit possible. Pardon my French. I I don't know if I'm allowed. No, you, you are allowed. You're allowed. Okay. Word, word, word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I guess Alpha's on. Alpha's on. What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, and, and, and like not to even, dip back into this water but i have 
I've said, and I've said in our chat, and I've had people laugh at me where I said, there was this whole thing around you, maybe you thought you were getting Dame, which means that there were guys that obviously weren't going to be there. Right. So everybody shifted to that direction. And maybe guess what? The Heat thought we're getting Dame and these guys aren't going to be there. Well, look, here we are. These guys mm -hmm. are here. Um, so I think it makes for an interesting roster construction, whereas I'll, I'll play with the word. We're deeper. We have no idea if we're better because this is where we are right now with the injuries, with all the things that are happening. Um, but the one thing that we do know is that Tyler can score the ball. So if you can figure out how to get that to work when Bam is healthy, when Jimmy is healthy, I don't know what Jay Rich is going to be doing. I like I because I, I'm confused um, with with everything that's happening. Well, but with those two, things, <laughs> one of the things talking about year five of the build, right? It is very. Um, it is concerning that we're still talking about this at this mm -hmm. point, right? But I think one of the things that's happened is that these guys are not the same players they were in year one, right? right. And I'm right. talking about all three of them. Let's, I mean, right. let's keep the focus on the big three, right? Because I honestly think Kyle, Kyle's having a good year. I'd like to see Haywood Highsmith back in that power forward role. I hate Caleb Smart. Caleb Smart. Caleb Martin at the four. Um, I like Kevin Love as a backup five. I think Haywood is a natural fit for that four position. I think Jaime is a little too small. Um, I like him at the backup four, the backup three, that swing position. But the big three, right? Tyler, Bam, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Talking about those guys. Because it is what it is at this point. They right. ain't here. They're not right. trading Tyler for anybody. Like, unless Agreed. it's a Donovan Mitchell type. And that's not happening anytime soon. So this right. is the build. But those guys right. have, all three of these guys have changed over the last five years, right? Bam wants the ball more. Bam wants to score. Bam, Bam all his points were off of opportunity, right? Rim running, uh, offensive no rebounds. Right, right, yeah, right. No plays for Bam. <laughs> now they're calling plays for Bam. Tyler is demanding the ball. Like, you cannot, he's undeniable. And Jimmy has <laughs> taken a regular season back seat when it comes to scoring. But playoff, but he Jimmy. Hasn't, yeah, until it comes to the playoffs. But he hasn't right. really taken this off-ball role very well. So it's like if Jimmy doesn't have the ball, Jimmy's just kind of standing. Mm -hmm. And then Bam, Jimmy, and Tyler are mm -hmm. actually all kind of working in the same space. Jimmy's not shooting yep. threes, so they're not really – they're not worried about Jimmy shooting the three. And then when Jimmy's handling the ball, Tyler hasn't been – Tyler, I've seen him in the past be a very good off-ball player. But he's – I don't know if he's abandoned that game because he wants the ball more. I just feel like it's just – it's real – I'll use a South Florida term that – uh, Leif will understand it's real Aki right now with those three guys. Like <laughs> They got to get their shit together because they're so good. Like, yeah. it's a good problem to have. You have these three guys that, like, yeah. I mean, that can all score the, score the ball. Um, they are unselfish players. I don't think there's a selfishness to it. I just right. think it's it's like, and I know the fit can work, but that's right. why it's so frustrating to watch. I, I agree. I think the fit... <sighs> I, you know, and I could get, I'm, I probably get scorned for this, but I think the fit works better if you got better players around them. Like, it, it, you know, I mean, to have yeah. $29.7 million, um, and I, I, I hate to harp on Kyle because he has had a good season and he's been the connective tissue in a lot of right. what's been right, um, mm -hmm. with the team. Like, you can't deny that. Uh, I mean, if you look at all the best lineups, they usually include Kyle to some degree. Mm -hmm. um, but he's just not a threat in certain ways. Uh, and to be allocating almost $30 million to a player who has declined like that. And I think like, you know, we talk about what Jimmy looks like right now. Jimmy also asked directly for Kyle and now he got Kyle and here we are. So right. um, that I think that that's another just tough part of this, that if mm -hmm. you had that $30 million spread out towards other players, would the roster look better around the big three to Tiffany's point? Or is it a situation where you would be able to make a different type of uh, a move around these guys? I don't know. It's a, it, it's, it's a weird circumstance with Kyle because he's playing well, but he's not never going to play well enough to justify his percentage of the, of, payroll and i hate to make it about payroll but when you're talking about it in these in this context it's impacting basketball so that that's where i think it's warranted to talk about 
Alf, you have I, anything? No, I do. It just I, like sometimes I wonder, right? Like who, who, like even if you had a better point guard, I think defensively you really can make a, uh, you can get some upgrades there. Mm-hmm. But almost at this point, with the way those three guys are playing, it's you do you want to you want to guard a point guard that doesn't demand the ball and doesn't want to shoot that That's much. True, right? Like you, right. you, but you, don't, but you want them to be able to. That's you don't want to pay, yeah, but you don't want to pay Derek Fisher thirty million dollars. But this is a Derek Fisher ass team, right? Like this, <laughs> this is the kind of team that needs the Derek Fisher type, the guy right. who just wants to set the table for others, play some good defense, mm-hmm. shoot a spot up three. You know, my you, biggest problem. You don't Kyle think Terry like, Rozier would work going uh, going solo, yellow, listen, shooting twenty nine yeah. times a That's game? That's what I want. I want. It's I want. Too much. Ruck, too much hazy. <laughs> I want Rucker Park basketball with Jimmy and Tyler just watching. That's what I want. Like some of the, like some of the, the, the now a Terry Rozier as the backup point. Yeah, if he wants to accept that role, right, right, because he can do it. To Tiff's point, he can do it. He can do it. But you want, but you got to have, but but the thing about it is to play with a guy like you know, namely Jimmy. Even if you are, are are consistent and I'm gonna set the table, you still need to be the guy that if I need you to get 15 to 20, yep. you got to get the 15 to 20. So that's my, go ahead, Al. My thing is when he when he doesn't shoot is when it drives me nuts, right? Who, like Kyle? when they swing the ball and it's yeah, Kyle he, and he's oh, wide yeah. open and he doesn't. But I will say it's been less this year. He can shoot. It's been he, he's one of the. I think he still has like he's like one of the best catch and shoot percentages in the league. Correct. And honestly, he's been shooting more this year. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Listen, lately, I test. Sure. I think he has. Yeah, been, lately. Yeah. I like, and I've enjoyed watching him play, mm-hmm. and like I've enjoyed it so much. It drives me crazy when he doesn't play the entire fourth quarter. But whatever, I'm not. We'll get to that next. The fourth quarter. Oh. This is uh, unless and 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 Alf, you just brought it up. So why don't we transition into that? So <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't had enough to drink yet. Yes. So. After last night's game, should Kyle guide the slate in the fourth quarter? Well, go ahead, Liz. You, you go first. I mean, why the hell not? At this point, they need to try all different things. <laughs> I, I The other thing that they're doing where Jimmy sits till at least the six-minute mark, sometimes like the, their, I think the Minnesota game, he mm-hmm. didn't get back until like the four-and-a-half-minute mark because of there yeah. was no stoppage of play. Like what are we doing there right. too? Um, when you look at fourth quarter minute averages per game, Jimmy is eighth or so because he only gets his seven minutes a quarter there and that's it. And it's mm-hmm. very like rigid. And I think that Spolster getting a little less rigid with the rotations late is um is a big piece of what could maybe help. And then, yeah, like try Kyle. Why not? You're bleeding out every fourth quarter. I don't see right. why the hell you wouldn't try all these different combinations. I think a little more Haywood Highsmith, who they shockingly, Alf, like they don't close with him. But I like if no. you told me before the year who's Spolster going to close with, who's he going to trust, I would have been banging this table talking about Haywood Highsmith to be that guy. Yeah. And he hasn't really been that guy yet. It's weird. Because you know what's funny? It's not just like offense or defense. It's both. Like they are they are bad offensively and they're bad mm-hmm. defensively. And I think, but I really do what happens, the thing that happens, it starts with the offense, right? I think what happens is they right. start playing this prevent basketball. Um, and mm-hmm. and just like you said, Leif, at some point, do something different, right? And we haven't seen much difference. We've seen a lot of Josh Richardson in the fourth. We've seen Jimmy come, come in at that five and a half to six and a half minute mark. We've seen Bam start the fourth, leave, and then come back. Uh, or mm-hmm. sometimes he has to play the whole fourth because they just start hemorrhaging. Um, I just like to me, I just don't understand it. It's like you can't. You're you have uh, Josh and Caleb at times bringing the ball up, controlling the offense. Right? Someone put out that stat what today that no two people on the Heat hold the ball longer than those two. Yes. Right? And and I'm telling you, you I need to see the stat. <laughs> <laughs> I test shows you that nothing nothing good happens when they hold the ball for more than a second, right? Yeah. So you have those who just holding the ball. Then you have everybody else just start playing really tight and really weird, right? Like no, every, it's they get really. I mean, they get real hesitant to shoot the ball. It's, something, it's like they're trying to run the clock out because they all know yeah. their fourth quarter. Right. Like they all know the fourth quarter is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but it's like do something different, right? Right. 
Like, well, even I don't understand. This. We don't just keep that same offensive mindset we had through the first three quarters. All of a sudden, we get to the fourth quarter, and now it's just grinded out basketball that didn't get you the lead in the first place. Well, I think for me, like, and I'm, and and speaking of last night, you close with the backcourt of Tyler and Josh, and neither one of them looked like they had a plan. They they <laughs> they, they would take turns drink, bringing the ball up, and they would take turns turning it over. Or dribbling into the paint, getting stuck, pivoting, and just yeah, exactly. So and Gosh. and I and and I'm be, right, and I'm beating the table, and I'm saying I get it. You want Tyler in there for offense, then you bring Kyle in to handle the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is the moment you need steady. You don't you know need yeah. I think all things being fair um, and equal. Kyle would have sat last night and he would have been on the same Jimmy plan if they had more point guards on the roster, but they know they can't get away with it. Because if you look at the minute count, he only played like 17 or 18 minutes. So like, basically they, they limited him to just starting the game and, Mm -hmm. and, and that other portion of the game. And that's it for him. And he's on the Myers Leonard plan. Thank you. Thank you. That's a way better way of articulating it. um, And people will get it immediately. Like, that's just a weird position to put Kyle in. And they, Mm -hmm. from a roster construction standpoint, I don't think they have the luxury of putting Kyle in that spot right now. Like, they don't have that many more capable facilitators, ball handlers, dudes to command the offense, as Tiff called it earlier. Like, I think that that's a really good explanatory way of mentioning it. They have one floor general on the whole team. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes Bam is the second best dude. And on I was going to say, when he gets I, I would have even, right, like, That's I, I our best even offense. given Bam the ball last night and said, you know well, what? And you here's got the it. thing what happens is, and I feel like Jimmy comes back in and he should take the, like, why don't you play Kyle the first half of the fourth quarter yeah. and then let Jimmy come in and, and not, listen, not at four and a half minutes left? Because, first of all, Jimmy seems like he needs a little time to ramp up. He never comes into these fourth quarters on fire, right? Yeah. So he comes in at like the five and a half minute mark. And like the first time he shoots it is with three and a half minutes left. Right. And it's usually some like weird fadeaway, bad, <laughs> like <a> really bad <laughs> shot. Sometimes he makes it, a lot of times he doesn't, right? Yeah. So I don't understand why you wouldn't play Kyle like maybe the first seven, eight minutes of the fourth quarter, right? Make sure that the offense stays the right. same offense. We'll be playing through three. And then bring Jimmy in, overlap him a little bit with Kyle, and then you go with the then you go with your defensive lineup to close the game. You bring Kyle out, and listen, this idea that Josh Richardson is some kind of point of attack defender. Can we please jettison that shit? Yeah, because he's not. Caleb he has been a very hard. good defender. Oh, he does. He try. Listen, he he he's trying, but um, as I said before, I his feet are the wrong way. His hips are not the right way. Yeah. And he worst is positioning, he, yes, worst positioning. Yes, real moves. handsy, real right? Handsy. And he's yeah. riding the dribbler all the way down. That's that's oh, how I used to layup. play defense in high school. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. <laughs> Just I'm riding the dribbler. In a circle of tr- trust and truth, right here. I, I was a handsy defender because I couldn't keep up with my hips and my feet. <laughs> I, you know who I was? I was a switch. I was like, get him, get him, get him. I was switching. Get him. <laughs> You're pushing your teammate over. Get over yeah, there, get, get him. <laughs> get him. But, but that's the combination where I once once we settled into this roster, Caleb and Josh, I I I thought would have a better handle on the, the point of attack. Because you look at if you look at the names on this list, who do you look at immediately? Those two. I've yeah. trusted who else Kyle are you looking and at? Duncan. I've trusted Kyle and Duncan at the point of attack more than I've trusted Caleb and Josh this year. That's scary. That says something. And it, it, I think Haywood Highsmith will get some of that. Well, and Jimmy, too, no, is going to have to take some of that responsibility because – Haywood's been the best, maybe. It can't be, oh, well, when we when it, when it gets serious, bam, will guard him. Like, right. how many people – how much responsibility are you going to put on that guy's shoulders? Like, damn. Right. And then we, get, then we, then we, we don't have Haywood in there, so we give up offensive rebounds. Right. And we've yeah. seen it against these big teams that we don't close with Kevin Love either. Like, you know what it is that drives me crazy? It's like I'm looking at the closing lineup half the time, and I can name four guys that should be in there over Josh Richardson. Yeah. Hopefully that's just because of the injuries. Hopefully. Right. 
But there's, there, I mean, Haywood's been fine. Like they've had the guys that could play. Yeah, and they yeah. he just insists on closing with Josh Richardson, and it's not all Josh's fault. Like, let's get yeah. that clear because, like, if he was a slasher attacker, somebody put it out there on Twitter today, like a spot up three point guy. If he if he was in the role that he should be in, and right. he was doing it for a while, like during the win streak, that man wasn't barely touching the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And he he was playing that role. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's just gone back to this ball dominating thing, and I don't get it. I just don't understand it. And to me, it's like, listen, you keep miscasting a guy, right. he's gonna play poorly. That's what happens and when you lose players of the magnitude of Drew Smith. I mean, like this is a big time deal. It's most underreported story in sports. Now, like, do you remember? And honestly, I'm gonna. It was your network that was trying to tell me <laughs> that Josh Richardson was going to be the starting point guard with Tyler Hero. And Kyle Lowry was going to come off the bench. And I swore I was taking fucking crazy pills. I was like, what Josh Richardson? Is there another Josh Richardson that I've never seen play basketball before in my fucking life? Not the Josh Richardson that like walks out of bounds in clutch situations. Not the Josh Richardson that holds the ball to 10 seconds left in the shot clock. You want to know Josh what's Richardson- crazy about that? That that the only reason Ethan brought that up is because a, a high-ranking Heat official thought that before training camp. Obviously, not one that's on the coaching staff. Obviously, yeah, I, I know, obviously I not somebody that's who, watching. I probably know who it is, and that guy don't know shit about basketball. But anyway, <laughs> that's why Lake um, is laughing. I th- I think and and I I said I think I said this last night. There seems to be a problem with players being miscast. Like we keep trying to thrust Tyler into this. He can be the starting point guard. No. Caleb's a power forward. Right. Yeah. What? But it's also part of who you got on the roster. And they would tell us we're thinking in boxes too much. They would right. say that like this is all blends together other than like it's basically guards, bigs, and wings. And like, why are you getting so um, you know, I remember the last fine. time I did a show with Jack Alfonso and he was <laughs> <laughs> he was I was like, I was like, he's like the problem with positionless basketball is other teams have positions. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you want to keep oh positionless, and these motherfuckers have two seven footers on the floor getting every offensive rebound. Like, yeah, right. Got to match point, up with like, that. At some point, the Caleb Martin thing exactly. is cute. You know, like, like I thought they were playing their best basketball when Haywood started. I mean, what's the the record with Haywood at the four starting is oh, really really good. Yep. Yeah. Um, with Jaime as a backup four, Bam as a starting center, uh, Kevin Love behind him. They'll and probably then, get to uh, it. And then, like, Caleb and Josh were, like, coming in with, like, spelling Jimmy. And, you know, like, it was just a whole different – they were playing in a, in a different way. And then now which I see a lot of Caleb and, like, at the four, it's just I – don't, I don't know why we've gotten back to this when every time we tried it, it's not – like, I mean, we we all watched last regular season. Right. It's not a recipe for success. Night, not night in and night out. Matchup dependent sometimes. Yeah, like we right. saw in the playoffs. Against Boston, <laughs> right, right, right. Against well, Boston. yeah, in the playoffs, depending cook. on who you're playing, whether when they have a two big lineup, like two real bigs, Kevin Love or Haywood Highsmith's got to be out there. But when you're playing Boston, Caleb Martin made more sense. But on a, on a night in night out basis in the right. regular season with the wear and tear and the travel, like no, you got you got to get to a traditional a traditional starting lineup. So that that leads me. It's 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 funny because you guys are going right into where I want to go. Professional Ken Hayward. Yes, you are. Ken Hayward be the Grinch and steal more minutes from everybody else. He better. He better. I, 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 I think he will. I, I actually had a a take on five on the floor maybe 10 days ago that I thought by the end of the year, Caleb Martin would not be in the closing rotation or in the closing talk because I thought Haywood Highsmith would make that spot um his based and this is when he was basically first getting back in action. Um mm-hmm. I I maybe am softening a bit on the fact that I think Caleb can still rise up in certain scenarios and be a player that they need. So I don't want to discount him. But I do think there's something to Haywood getting more minutes. Also, mm-hmm. being a player that plays alongside Bam more often, I'd like to see Hawkes play alongside Bam more often. If we're being serious, um, but all, but primarily Haywood Highsmith 
those line the lineup data with him like has always been good yep. when they start him it's always been good i feel like eventually if the heat hit a rough patch um and truthfully if we're talking about this the orlando win was good prior to that though they were a jimmy butler missed buzzer beater potentially away from three really ugly games at home so mm-hmm. like this can go south quickly and so i guess that's where i would say to impatient heat fans that are like why is Spolster not trying this yet there's still time for them to slip, fall, and him try something like Haywood Highsmith starting or getting more minutes, being a more prominent player in the rotation. I mean, when you talk about closing, how much more do they have to fall is my problem, right? Like, right. It, right. there's right. no – like, they are the – what are they, the worst or second worst team in the league in fourth quarter net rating? They're bad. Yeah, um, there's not, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not much further to fall in the fourth. And, like – to me, like if I'm if I'm looking at this, the closing lineup, it's Bam. It's our big three, of course. I think Haywood Highsmith has to play a role there. Um, but even if not, right? When I'm looking at who should close the big three, I got like four guys in mind. It's Jaime, Duncan, Kyle, and Kevin Love. You just rotate any four of those guys. I'm not closing with Josh Richardson. I'm not closing with Kayla Martin. Like I'm just not. And I don't know if I'm I'm just being a hater. I don't know what it is. But I would take one of the, those four guys that are playing whatever two are playing the best. Right. And a lot of those guys can do interchangeable things. Like we watch lineups with Duncan and Tyler play really, really well yesterday. Like yep. it's not this far-fetched thing that you cannot play those two no. together. Like they, they played with Kendrick did. Nunn and they did good. <laughs> well, and they've, they've <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and they've both improved defensively since then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like those guys, they're not, I mean, they're not going to be, be a defensive defensive stoppers, but they can play together. Kyle Lowry, um, can play with Tyler hero. Like the ones that can't is, are the ones that were playing the most at the end of the games. And that's, it's driving me crazy. Right. Um, I just, I, I, you know, we, I think we were all watching collectively the other night. Like, why is Josh in there? Why is Jimmy, why is it taking so long to put Jimmy back in? Those two things right. were at the top of every heat fans mind. And it's just like, why doesn't Spose see it sometimes? So yeah, I had your question, Haywood, um... hey, please, <laughs> for the love of God. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I I had thoughts about that, whereas um, I was the poor soul at the Brooklyn game where he broke his ass. So oh, yeah. I was unfortunately paid for that game. Um, he did his yeah, he broke his ass right in front of me. Um, and you know, it it takes a while to come back from that. But I think what happened between him being injured was that Caleb did put together a streak of productive games. So I think it kind of made it hard for Spo to go back to Hayward. And yeah, then I right think away. what happened was. Exactly. So when he finally did get his minutes, there were three games where he looked like dog water. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, took, I think the combination, right. Well, I think it was a combination of things though. Like, yes, I think he still 
was recovering from the injury. That's one. Um, and I think at that point, do you trust your body? Because he fell really hard in front of us. I mean, like he fell really hard. So do you trust your body? And two, are you confident in the shot that you had in the first 10 games of the season? That's the other thing. Like because bad, he's got to get back he, to it. Right. Oh, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a scorer. He's not a shooter. He's making himself into that player. So it wasn't there. Now, last night, he looked confident. And when I mean he looked confident, he missed the first shot. But what did he do? He kept got it out. Raps, raps, right. raps. Because that's what he needs. Remember, the game prior, he didn't look at the basket. He didn't take a yeah, shot. There wasn't too many of those nights. Yes. yes. He literally just kept, PJ, it, was, yep. it was giving PJ in the playoffs. Exactly. He wasn't even trying to shoot. He didn't look to shoot. Um, and I said to and then I, I said in our chat, I said, if he plays like this, I'm not going back to him if I'm Spo. Like you've got to take the shot when it's there. Or you're or Yes, you're valuable on the defensive end, but you're killing us on offense because they know you're not going to shoot. And last night, I think that was the start, hopefully, of what we see of the confidence coming back. Because with with that confidence, when that first shot went in, what happened? He went back down on the defense and he got to stop. He went back down. So I think all those things for him, because he's not young, young in age, but he's young in in NBA play. Oh, for sure. And finding so, his role in his career. Exactly. So I think all those things, it's where he he needs the confidence from himself. He got, you know, he needs that confidence from his teammates, the coaching staff, where they're just gonna have to kind of push him to say, shoot the damn ball. Like that's he also just, needs a better haircut. He that's needs, it. that's gotta help him. I shouldn't be talking right now, but I, y'all got the same got hair. No, I know, but he gotta do something <laughs> better with that Cosby kid haircut he got. Yeah, and yeah, I've got right. better products. Yeah, sure. I can help. He got to call you. He got to call you. He got to yeah, call. Listen, you. hey, would hit me up. <laughs> but I think you know Austin. all all those things played a part, and I felt like last night was like watching him the first week of the season. But you know what? It's funny, man. Like I'm on Twitter. I think you guys know I'm on it way too much, and um, like people are telling me, oh, "Man, we need a big next to Bam." The prototype for the guy next to Bam. Is a guy who is 6'8", can rebound, can defend his ass off, switch on to other bigs, and shoot a corner three. With long arms. He, and, with long arms. Long arms. Good def- <laughs> and can switch on to threes and fours like th- and twos. like, And Haywood fits the bill, right? Now, the thing is, and I've always said, you don't have to even just be a good shooter. Like, you need to be in the mid-30s to high-30s, right, from three. You have to be willing. Like you have to be willing and able yeah. to shoot the three at all times. So when when Hayward was looking hesitant, I'm like, nah, it ain't gonna work, bro. It just ain't yeah. gonna work. Like this is not this is not the prototype. I need Jay Crowder out there yeah. slinging it, yeah. just shoot yeah. every chance yep. he got. Like yeah. I need somebody get on his Max Truce. There you That's go. That's what I'm saying. You need, I need you to respect the yeah. fact that if you leave me open, it's a I'm wrap. A because yeah. here's a. Because here's the thing with it when we talk about when we talked about the big three, going back to those guys, they operate in very similar spaces. And it's all around like that free throw line extended and under. That's where they all like mm-hmm. to operate. Tyler can shoot the three a little bit. Uh, Tyler can shoot the three really well. But when he's really working, it's free throw line extended and under, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the other two guys out there need to be ready to shoot at all times, right? right. And that's what Haywood needs to be ready in that corner and Kyle needs to be ready in that at that elbow all, all yep. the time or at the top of the key. And if Haywood's going to be if Haywood's going to be hesitant, if Kyle's going to be hesitant, then we need to find that's somebody not. else. Right. No, I I agree 100% and I think that you know, you hope because moving forward what Jimmy's out tomorrow. Yeah. So I think they all play. It's all hands on deck again. I think we get everybody for Christmas like we did against Minnesota. And you need that because that's the moment where spoken actually look and say, okay, now I can do this. Now they play really bad. (laughs) with all. (laughs) I literally, you got to see it because you got part of what is missing. I just, (laughs) Part, part of what paralyzes evaluation is the fact that they they basically can continue to tell themselves we haven't seen this hole 
and like yeah. maybe exactly. you're never gonna see it whole and right. it's something you need to wrestle to the ground and be okay with or not be okay right. with and then act accordingly right well right. and and i would say that it, that is one of the things that lends to the whole maybe take tyler out the starting lineup just because he's hurt a lot do it. right I, I would never do it. I think it's crazy. But I, I guess maybe the too. He's too good now. Just, God, man, he's so fucking good. Like, I'm watching the guy play. I'm I, like, what are we mad about? It's, you know what it is? It's fine. You just got to figure out what you're doing with everybody else. Because I think that's... you just have to find a way to weather the Jimmy Butler don't give a fuck minutes. And like, that, that's shitty to have to. To have to even navigate that sucks because he makes too much right. money. I right. mean, I'm gonna just be honest about that right. shit. You yeah. can't make forty million dollars right. and be on some like, eh, like what are I'm we gonna, doing here? I'm gonna hope because I've been I I said uh, like three games in and and somebody called me out on Twitter and I said I I don't know if we're at the point anymore where he doesn't give a fuck. I just think there's just nights his body doesn't give a fuck. It could be. I think he's I right. really, I really am starting yeah. to fall into that, which is a little bit more scarier than him not giving a fuck. Yeah, maybe he. But just can't also, if they're conserving him, and it's not him. Not it has not to do with effort or enthusiasm mm-hmm. about the game. If that gets him to the finish line in a well, that's, better hey, final form, then I exactly. guess like that would be we a bigger live picture that. conversation that maybe we're not privy to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My my yeah. my whole point would be to conserve him more in the first three quarters. Yeah, and let him play more in the fourth. Like the, the, <laughs> Stop the doing idea what you're doing now. Yeah, right, right, yeah right. the idea Do that we just else. wait to. Let's, we wait to conserve him till our worst quarter. Like that's dumb. I don't do that. <laughs> do just like, do something else. Third, like what quarter are we really good? The second, I think. Like, don't have week. him start the second half, so then right. he can just play in the fourth. Right. How about don't even have him start the game? <laughs> just, just, just don't play, just play the whole fourth. Twelve right. minutes per game. Like, and you're not coming yeah. out. I, I, I think though there's a lot to be said, and I do hope that you're right that we get everyone on Christmas, because you do need to see all these guys, and you need to but see all these just, guys. Go ahead, Al. But it's not just about Christmas, Tiff. It's I need an eight week sustained. Right. Well, I'm hoping that's the start. <laughs> yeah. Me like too. we need eight <laughs> weeks of sustained. Like I just don't want another one of these years where we hover between three games above and three games below right. 500 for the entire season. And it's like this roulette game. Where are we going to fall? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. right, right. Are we going to be the fourth seed or are we going to be the seventh seed? You know, are we in the plan yeah. or are we? Have home court advantage. You can't have that path two when... years in a row. You can't do no, that. No, we just, no, no, no. Listen, if, no, because listen, you, I do. You, you, you go ahead, Al. I think they're better than last year. I really do. I think mm-hmm. deeper is such a funny thing because who gives a fuck about deeper? Oh, our thirteenth guy is better than our thirteenth guy last year. Who gives a shit? Like they're not going to see playoff minutes. Um, but I do think one through nine, one through ten, they are better than last year. They fit more. There's, there's like, there's just um healthy there's a lot of things that make sense i think the backup point guard position needs to be i think there needs to be some kind of movement on that at some point um i'm i'm a proponent of if it if it costs you kayla martin if if you if you're not going to pay him and this is a whole transaction thing so it's more lace lane than mine but if you're not going to pay kayla martin in the offseason go get yourself a spencer dinwiddie or somebody right that can, right. that can back up Kyle Lowry and also give Kyle nights off. That man is old. Um, he's thick. He gets tired. Um, he bleeds gravy. Like, you can't have that man playing 40 minutes a night every night. He needs time off. So I would like to – and then also they just have a lot of guys who are kind of the same build, mold. I don't know what you, you – know, like, they have a lot of these swing guys. Like, consolidate that at some point. Yeah. And get get yourself a backup point guard. Yeah. Um, but I need I would love to see like a sustained, like, okay, this is the starting lineup. These are our guys for like eight weeks or like at least six. Give me five, five, five weeks. <laughs> right, get a little streak going. Get yourself I'll, ten games above five hundred. Going I was thinking years. like if they got four games, we'd be on. I was gonna say oh, we yeah. could get five games. If we could get five games deep, we looking like I'm something. so greedy. I'm so greedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you are, you're being real greedy around here. It's but funny, I, man. You look at 
You look at the most injured teams, they're all like the tanking I think ones, tw- except us. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's us in San Antonio and shit. <laughs> like, we're, like we're out, we're out here like mad at our team. Like we're like trying, Jennifer. Orlando, Orlando's been like number one health wise. Wonder why they're top three or four in the East? Because um, we we all know Orlando is mid and will always be mid. Um. Okay. So, moving forward, what's one gift? you would like to give to the Heat during this holiday season? And I'm going to go with Al first. Oh, yes. Oh, um, yes. I would like to give the Heat the gift of a backup point guard. Um, a true backup point guard. Like a guy who legitimately can play the position, doesn't get frazzled by a full-court press, knows how to move the ball, um, a guy who can score, that can hit the three, that can, can put a little bit of rim pressure. Because um, I'm kind of tired of Duncan Robinson being our best, uh, our, our our best at attacking the rim. That's not a recipe for success, you know. So uh, a guy who can put a little bit of pressure on the defense, get to the rim a little bit. I'm not talking about even a world beater. I'm not talking about. I don't. I'm not asking for Donovan Mitchell or Damian Lillard. Those that ship has sailed. I'm just asking that you recognize the fact that positionless. Is all cute and shit until Kyle Lowry misses three weeks and Josh Richardson starting at the point. Yes, that is the nightmare scenario I've just presented to you people. <laughs> Heat front office, if you're listening to me, Kyle Lowry's old. If he gets injured, Josh Richardson's going to be your starting point guard for months. All right, get yourself a backup point guard. They really need that. Like I, to me, that's their that's their biggest biggest need at this point. Somebody who can run the second unit uh, competently. All I want for Christmas is a consolidation trade, consolidation yes. trade. Con- no, nah, for real though. Like um, I'm feeling like you should go fishing with Caleb, Kyle, Yovich and see what you can get and see what is possible. But what am I really giving? Um, if I, if you're really putting my feet to the fire here, mm-hmm. it would be no injuries. That's yeah. I want. I want that eight week stretch, like legit. I yeah. think that that would, before the February trade deadline, it would really illuminate what the hell we have wrong or right, and then let mm-hmm. them make decisions based upon that. And I feel like nothing would give them better data for the nerds out there to work <laughs> with than from now to February getting no injuries. So that's that's what I would a- actually give. Um, Leif, because somebody's out of the rotation if they're fully healthy. Correct, and I'd love to right. see who that we one is. We need to is. see who it is. Correct, because it, it that has explanatory power without saying a damn thing. Yeah. yeah. And but honestly, Josh, whatever pictures Josh has, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caleb, it, to me, it's just like it looks like Caleb's the odd man out, which I hate. Because I'd rather keep Caleb, but who's more valuable? I think Caleb's gonna start. I, that's that's what I think is gonna happen. Why would you do that to me? I, I think that the starting lineup's gonna be Kyle, Tyler, Caleb, Jimmy, and Bam when everyone's back. That's my that would be my prediction. Yeah, we did we did a whole season of that last year. We were in the plan. Yeah, but go run it back. Run it back. It's all it was awesome. We like our so team, good. Alf. We like it. Yeah, they run like that it. bullshit back. But I, I hey, what high school like seven and one as a starter? Right. Yeah, I keep running no, Caleb Martin. Out there. It was nine it's and better. one last check. It's probably yeah. like flattened out a bit because over time that's just how those things yeah, work. But at one point it was like to, nine and one. Let's go, let's go with the play in tournament fucking lineup. Let's do that shit. Oh but the and and, and the trick. thing about it is is that like it took that, you know, and, and I don't like to be that guy, but like it took like an arms race to beat the Bulls to even get to where you needed to get to. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, listen, we as Heat fans don't like to call last year a fluke. And it wasn't a fluke, right? I don't like the fluky term. No, because you got to like win. Year. You got to win the games. And then, then you went against the one seed. You beat their ass. You went against yeah. the Knicks. You beat their ass. And you whooped the Boston Celtics ass, right? Um, and that's with Jimmy on a gimpy ankle. Like, he, if he was, if Jimmy was healthy, we would have ran through New York and Boston. We might have swept Boston's ass if Jimmy was completely healthy, right? And of course, Kayla Martin turned into Michael Jordan for a few games, and that was special. Um, but like to think that the Herculean effort, that that gauntlet that they ran through last year in the playoffs is repeatable. It's 
idiocy. It's it's not like it is not like you need to get a better seed this year. A top four seed would be yeah. Don't make it so hard. Right. Don't do that to you. Exactly. Like just don't make your play the fucking Cavs in a round. Like Orlando. Like like, go get that four or five Orlando, but no play in bullshit. We don't need none of that. We don't need no thank you. We don't need the shred. They're too good to be in a playing tournament. But right. you keep fucking around all season, closing with Josh Richardson. You're gonna end up back in the playing. Like you're gonna be. You, if you just want to stay the worst fourth quarter team in the league, go ahead. Keep playing around with the, this bullshit. Don't consolidate some of these. You know this wing position that you almost have too much of at this point, which is hard to say because like I know that's it's, crazy. Right, right. It's weird. It's, like, it's weird yeah. to hear it. <laughs> but you got a bunch of six, six to six, eight motherfuckers. I right. like get rid of one of them, like, you know. Oh, really? Josh when just... did that, yo? He said he was going to do it, and he really did. It. He said one day I envisioned a day where there'll be five, six, nine players out there, and like he's he basically he's almost there. <laughs> he's close. <laughs> Kyle Lowry's really fucking Kyle's, that up. Kyle is like, I'm the last man standing on this shit. <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> <laughs> But listen, man, no, like Jaime Hi- Hi- right. is one of those guys. Like you you have a lot of guys who need minutes, and when it, right. you're only gonna play nine guys, maybe ten in the playoffs. Like Jaime Hawkins yeah. is my favorite player right now. I mean, y'all know Bam is my favorite player, right. but right now, Jaime Hawkins is that guy. Let me tell you, my daughter goes, Who's that guy with the hair? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I will tell you, like he said the same thing. He's like, my, why? Why is his hair looking so crazy? I'm like, he's part. He, he's part of the culture, man. He don't care about none of that. <laughs> no I have brush. a shameful admission. Dwayne Wade's fresh fr- freshman. Dwayne Wade's rookie year. I did not watch a lot of Heat basketball. I wasn't living in Florida at the time. I wasn't buying the league pass because I was broke. Um, so like, I didn't watch a lot. So this has been one of the most enjoyable rookie seasons I've ever watched from a Heat player. That's I, it's the most enjoyable rookie seat. And I watched Tyler Tyler's? hit that three against Philly. Yeah. I was about no, to say because you was in the arena for that, oh, dog. No, but I'm sorry, dude. The way Jaime yes. gets into the paint and muscles shit up. Yes. Like he's a fucking 18 year vet. Doesn't like, listen, make- you are speaking. It's my heart. Like you're 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 playing the basketball. That's why I love Jimmy Butler. Like just go get, get your yeah. fuck, get every point out the fucking mud. So that fuck new about commercial all that dropped. Shit. It didn't occur to me that he picked eleven because it's precisely the two, two, one, one, twenty two, mm. eleven. I that that did not click for me until I saw the commercial with Jaime and Jimmy. Bro, like he did that one video they showed on social media where on in the same game Jimmy and Jaime did the exact same. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, bro. Like, listen, like if you want to capture my heart as a fucking rookie. Play exactly like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Except you He's shoot threes special. at a higher clip than better. Right. Well, yeah. That kid is that that kid is special. Um, we didn't get to it, but quickly we can just touch on a little bit. Where do we need to see him get his offense from now that everybody's starting to return back to the lineup? Because because that that's a that's a big deal. And no, I didn't have that question written down. I literally just thought about that. Um what do we need to see? And honestly, he's a rookie. What do we need to see from others to make sure that this guy who we know is productive, who can be productive, get get his buckets? Because Reward he's him. been he's one of the guys that that's been holding us up. So how can we keep feeding this kid? Reward the off ball movement. If you stop looking for that rookie and he starts mm-hmm. thinking, oh, shit, they ain't going to pass it to me anyway. So he stops right. doing those quick cuts to the basket and those little intuitive moves where he just sees that if he goes slightly to the left, he mm-hmm. can get into this little pocket and get a pass. Like that stuff is invaluable. So I would just encourage the entire team to make sure that Rook gets fed. And I don't mean fed in a like take turns offense way, like more in if that Rook's moving, use yeah. that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. I would say Jaime doesn't have to change a thing, right? right. To your guys' point. The rest of the team just has to recognize what he brings to the table. And my favorite thing about Jaime is I probably would say out of all the shot attempts, maybe 10% of them are him forcing something Mm -hmm. like he doesn't force shit. Like, and even when he, when he Mm -hmm. takes a rebound, takes a full court and decides I'm going to attack some, when he's like, he's like, when he sees Nas Reed and he sees barbecue chicken, 
which I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of rookie is this? Mm-hmm. Right? Where you decide you just gonna muscle up Nas Reed. Like Nas Reed ain't no chump, but no. he just muscled his ass up and just went and, and hit a layup over him. Like, I want Jaime to keep doing Jaime things. Jaime is a kind of guy, he's a run stopper, right? Like he's the kind of guy who's gonna who's you know, the, the other team's on a 9-0 run. They finally miss. Jaime's going to take the ball down, take a full court, and mm-hmm. hit a reverse fucking layup on somebody's ass and just going to stop a run. Like, that's who he yep. is. So he needs to continue to play that game. I like the way, like, him and Duncan play off of each other, right? Yeah. Duncan, Him and Duncan be looking for them cuts. And these are the kind of things that you guys are talking about where it's like, as everyone gets healthy, some of this beautiful basketball that we've been seeing, right? Like high low game, away. and it might go, yeah. it might, it Just might disappear. Because remember, like how we used to watch Kyle and the backups. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and we used to be like, oh my god, some of like he used to make Kyle guy and Omer Yurt seven look oh, like yes. fucking all stars. It was just this beautiful, this beautiful symmetry, and whoever got the ball last, and they they were usually the one in the best position to score, right? And now I will say in the playoffs that shit don't work. Somebody got to go get a bucket out the fucking mud and get it themselves, yeah. right? But during the regular season, I would like to see the right, the you know, these other guys move the ball just like they were moving it when some of these guys were out. Mm-hmm. And that will lead to Jaime getting his because he's one of those smart players that's always going to be cutting, always going to be yeah. moving. And I, I just like to see the rest of the guys just kind of learn from that, right? Like, and when I say the rest of the guys, that, I'm, yo, right, 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 right. like, learn, learn from the group. <laughs> like. Like, listen, I need I need Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler to watch Duncan Robinson and Jaime Hawkins tape. How crazy is that shit to say? Yeah, like but they do twenty four. <laughs> but if you if you look at it, and even with the the last game, there's there's two reasons why I love watching, and Duncan is usually in that mix, and it's Jaime and it's Haywood. They give up the ball yeah. willingly. And there is there, there's nothing greedy about the way those two play. Yes, you know, you you know, Hayward's going to take the three because this is where he's spacing on the floor. But you know, Jaime is also if he's on the break, his head is moving. He is looking left. He's looking right, and it's always that last decision. If no one is running with him, fuck it, I got it. But he's always one of the few guys that can go get that. Yep. There's so many I there's I don't trust anybody on this team more than I do Jaime Hawkins in the open court. And it's a crazy fucking thing to say with Jimmy yeah. Butler on this team. Bam out of bio. Yeah. Bam is gonna though, get stripped. Yep. Yeah. Bam is gonna get stripped. He's gonna bring the ball too low and gonna get ripped. Um, like Tyler's gonna get swatted. Jimmy gets blocked. Or what's gonna happen? Jimmy's gonna pass it out from underneath the rim for some reason. Jaime's gonna go get that fucking bucket on the break. That's why they don't ever go on the break. That's why they're not on the break. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) If you like, look at their advanced metrics on uh, it's like, they're really good at the fast break, but then you look at the frequency and they never do it ever, 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 ever. Unless it's a perfect situation. Right. Jaime is that one that in the, even the situation don't look pretty. He's going one on three. Boom. And he's, you know who else? Max used to get it like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a, if you're not go, running with me, I got it. Yeah. Oh, you talking yeah. about Max? I had to I had to no, go, I had to talk about that earlier too. I had to talk about Max earlier too because I heard he was a uh, a Donovan Mitchell Jimmy Butler merchant. That's nah, how he's been. That's crazy. Meanwhile, Donovan that. Mitchell has only played how many games this season? Correct. Really? I mean, he's he has dispelled. Max is a baller. He has, he's been a hooper, man. He's balling. But he's in, dispelled in a lot of that. Uh, he, he players. When they go somewhere else, he's the first I mean, one. He's the first yeah, Gabe, one in a really long Gabe time. Isn't, Gabe isn't helping that. Gabe ain't doing it. Nope. This is. I was watching Gabe the other day, man. That man. Looks he don't so even look happy. Miserable. He don't no, look oh, happy. Man. I feel Poor bad man. for him. They could have used him this year, and he would have been. Could right. have. He would have oh been fine in this rotation. Fine. Oh, that, he would I, 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 I missed that ball pressure. I trade Caleb Martin for. <laughs> for Gabe right now. Give give me great give me Gabe and a pack of little Debbies. Yeah, I'll trade them right now. Give me Gabe and, and a Roscoe's chicken and waffles more. and Gabe. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man, there dog. you go. That's a good plate. Bro. I ain't gotta get all of that. Give, give give me a what is that Wendy's? Give me the Wendy's Biggie Four. 
<laughs> and Gabe. All I know is you can give me a Jamaican beef patty as long as Gabe is there. I'll Come take on, it right and now. The cocoa bread. Don't sleep on the cocoa bread. And the cocoa bread. Patty, though. And the cocoa bread. Alfie's right. I wrap it in that bread. As long as I got listen, I miss Gabe putting that full court pressure on. I miss that. Yeah. No, we, we don't. You, you we don't need, have it we right can now. Use that defense. I don't even know. Like I'm. I don't know what happened to Caleb Martin's defense. It's weird. Like he's a sieve. Like he's just getting blown by. Josh Richardson. Yeah. I'm not surprised because I've been trying knees. to tell y'all that. I think Blake, it's the knees. We was on it's... podcast in 2017, and I was trying to tell people Josh Richardson can't defend worth a lick. I don't even know he was on the team in 2017. He tries anyway. hard though. No, but he does. <laughs> he no, just he. The worst angles I've ever seen. Like there are times he's between the player yeah. and the half court line. I'm like, what are you do? Who are you going to defend? I'm surprised where he doesn't right get his like ankles broke for lack of a better term Man. more often. Um, I mean, it kind of happens, but not like the way the real he don't go down. Way. It's a little like yeah. well because he's in such a bad <laughs> position, he he can recover. <laughs> he's just I, you get I your like ankles him. broke when you're. <laughs> I, I, I like, like him. him I just don't like what's happening. Like I just don't know. He's. I feel like he's I don't like the pass. role they put him in. Like, yeah. oh, this motherfucker's yeah. cooking us. Josh, go get him. And like, what? He's, he's you Spider Man to a gunfight with a knife. Yeah. Oh, he he's no Spider Man. Not that guy. No, he's, he's Spider Man in the Avengers. You should have took your ass home. <laughs> now you out here. No, now you out here. Now y'all here bleeding on Tony Stark. You should have went home. No, this he's is, Hawkeye. He's... he's Hawkeye in the event. The fuck are you doing out here with your bows and arrows? <laughs> you don't get yourself pew, up on a perch pew, and get pew. out the damn battlefield. Just, just from afar. From afar. Don't get out here trying to swing with gods and uh, people with real powers. Come on. It's got to be one mortal. You got to have one mortal on the team. Halliburton cooking. Uh, go out there, Hawkeye. Go get Thanos. Yeah. Good luck with that. Back up on a building somewhere, shooting arrows from. Hey, when you run out of arrows, go home. It's the fourth quarter. You're done. You got no arrows left. Like I said, he showed up. He showed up on the spaceship. Jay Rich, at point, of it, at point of attack, is the equivalent of getting your jeans at Sam's Club, right? Al? <laughs> Who do that? Alf, you do that with, with no, big pockets? I, I had to do that on a business trip once. I lost my luggage, and I, <laughs> I was like desperate, and I ran into a Sam's Club, and or no, it was a yeah, Costco. You ever heard actually. that shit? And no. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. There's a classic hot heat wait, clip. I, wait, you buy jeans next? I'll, you you buy jeans next to the roast pork? Like, what yeah, is, like I got the rotisserie <laughs> chickens on the one side, and I got the hermetically sealed. Jeff, I said he bought a six. He bought a six pack of jeans. <laughs> anyway, out they was wrapped in plastic. That's what they were trying to grab. I said Tim, I said they had underwear sewn in them like some like some swim trucks. <laughs> they got the net pockets. He wasn't lying, <laughs> but I got through it. And Jay will. And Jay Rich will also. This is true. <laughs> Motherfuckers had elastic waistbands. One size fits all jeans. <laughs> I was really, I was real fat back then. <laughs> Sorry, I can say that about myself. I shouldn't talk oh. like that, though. My bad. Oh. He's a shoelace. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Yes, I want to thank my. I want to thank my guests. Leif, tell where the people where they can find you. Five on the floor. Wherever you download podcasts, you can watch it on YouTube also, and you know where to find me because I'm spamming Twitter with all kinds of stuff constantly. <laughs> So if you don't have me muted yet, you can uh, find me on Twitter as well, or X or whatever the heck we're calling it. Well, yeah. Alf, where can the people find you? Now, red, randomly on uh, post-game shows <laughs> and Heat Beat podcasts. Um, nothing, nowhere regular anymore. You can find me raising my daughter and That's what's trying up. to be a better husband. That's it. Growing this damn hair out. That's it. People stop thinking I'm going bald. Look, I got hair, <laughs> motherfuckers. 
Yeah. Told him, that's why like, I'm going I, I, I kept getting a fade, and on the post game shows, they're like, "Yo, you're bald." I'm like, "Nah, yo, I'm like fading my hair. I'm not. I'm <laughs> no, like, it's wild, I'm not, bro. I'm not bald." There you I'm see. Like, look at that. There you go. Like, look, look at that. You know what they do? What they? Anyway. What happens is our foreheads <laughs> are getting bigger. Okay? You're right. <laughs> This shit is getting, but it, I'm not bald. I got hair. So I'm like, nah, I'm gonna grow this shit out. Keep calling me bald in my goddamn face. So I'm going through that same struggle, my boy. Oh my God. Uh I I I I want to thank my thank guest again for, for No, yes. no, thank you, Tiff, for having me on the show with Leif. I haven't been on a show with Leif in a man, long bro, it's time. Been a while. Yeah, you gotta man. do this more often. Yes, this was great. Yeah. Thank you, Tiff. This was great. We'll this was fun. I appreciate you, you guys coming on. I want to thank my producer, Brian M. Yes. And listen, as I always end it, you are heard, you are seen, you are loved. Protect yourself and your peace. Good night.